Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> good day, chick. And I'll just say, right back at him, I'll say, good day, toots. Did the t- boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy it. Quinny boy, Anzac weekend. How good was it? It was good. Well, maybe not personally for you. No, no, personally it wasn't the best. But no, no, it was a great weekend as a whole. Obviously, it's a really special round. Um, probably my favourite week of football apart from finals. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's got such special meaning. And obviously all the tributes that are held over the week is really, really something quite special. So no, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I completely agree. We obviously saw Anzac Eve together um, live and that was the first first Anzac Eve game I've been to. And yeah, it was incredible. Like, it really gets the emotions going and... Um, makes you feel really proud to, to be an Australian as well. Like oh. it really, yeah, it makes you feel really, yeah, honoured um, to, to think about what went before you. Oh, absolutely. I think it just makes us all a little bit more grateful as well. I mean, mm. the things that some of us complain about nowadays and you just think how easy we've got it compared to the things that they were doing back then and got people going to war at 16, 17, you know, lying about their age. I try and lie about my age now to say I'm too old, you know, to avoid going to war and these guys are trying to get in. So it just shows the different levels obviously the times were different as well but just the, the courage that these young men and women had to go over there and fight was um yeah something quite special yeah no nah, absolutely mate it's uh it's crazy and yeah all the sacrifices that they made um for us to live the lives we do now is um is quite incredible so yeah always a great weekend and um it definitely gets the, the hair setting up in the back of the neck when the national anthem gets played and the last post um i know yesterday Collingwood Essendon game was was crazy with you know eighty five thousand people there, sun shining on the MCG. Um, yeah, it was it was an amazing um, like 10, 15 minutes. And it? it goes for a while, doesn't it? That pregame, pregame last post and all that um, before it. So it's good, it's great. Um, I'd say yeah, definitely definitely the second best um, weekend behind uh, the grand final. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you touched on the fact that we did go to Anzac Day Eve together. It was your first Anzac Day Eve attendance. What did you think of the night spectacle and the whole crowd with their phones out lighting up the MCG and the lighting of the cauldron and the horse going around? It was, it's pretty special, isn't it? So I good. think I've used the special about the word special about twenty five times already in this podcast, but it's the best way to sum it up. Yeah, it was really special, Bruce. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Um, no, it was, it was great to be a part of it. Um, it was just a shame that the game wasn't as good as. Um, the pre-game, but no, nah, it was great. It was uh, I've never seen the MCG like that. Um, never seen the MCG with the lights off as well. So it was it was pretty cool, and um, yeah, definitely something I'd like to do more often. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was well. We may as well touch on the Anzac games while while we're talking about them, so we can uh, we can get your Tigers out of the way first. I know uh, I know you were pretty pretty flat about the performance on Sunday night. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's easy to be flat with your performance when you have a loss like we did in the fashion that we did. But then I also got to look at it on the other hand and Melbourne uh, arguably the most unstoppable team. Well, no, they're definitely the most unstoppable team at the moment. So insane as well to only lose by 22 points when arguably we probably should have lost by a lot more with Melbourne's inaccuracy. It's not the worst result um, at the end of the day, but I would have liked to have seen a bit more of a competitive match, especially for Anzac Day Eve. But yeah, I think Melbourne are just once again showing how dominant they are. And it was honestly this time last year that it was a bit of a passing of the torch moment when they beat Richmond in last year's Anzac Day Eve match and sort of, you know, Richmond were the reigning premiers at the time and Melbourne sort of put their um, stamp on the authority of this, yeah, the competition. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think the D's, are, they've got a bit of Richmond 2018 vibes about them, don't they, where they're looking unstoppable and um, almost looking like they're going to go undefeated and let's just hope they don't 
fail at the last hurdle like the Tigers did that year. Like, like many oh, teams, be the worst like many teams have done though. Like I think Collingwood twenty eleven, uh, I think the Saints in in oh nine. I think there's there's a few modern day teams, Geelong in oh eight. Like there's a few modern day teams that have almost gone through undefeated and then um, failed at the prelim or the grand final. So um, it doesn't mean they haven't won anything yet. The D's, but I mean, yeah, it's hard to see anyone stopping them the way they're going. You know, they I feel like they haven't even gotten out of. Um, yeah, out of second gear, really, out of first gear. No, that you just sometimes you see them playing. I was like, are they even trying that yeah. hard, or they? Just, this is just too easy for them, and mm. that's what I'm seeing at the moment. But you're right; it's one of those things where you can only win the games that you've got in front of you. But finals is a whole different kettle of fish, and it's just honestly who's peaking at the right time. Yeah. And you know, you like, like you said, could come to a prelim final and they just have one off night, and that season over. So obviously they're everyone's flag favourite at the moment, you'd have to assume, but anything would happen come finals. But at this stage, you'd reckon they'd be too strong. Yeah. Um, what about the other Anzac Day clash, Essen and Collingwood? It was huge. It was a great game. It um, was an unreal game, wasn't 84, it? 84,000 people at the G, biggest crowd since uh, the pandemic started. Since the 2019 grand final. Yeah. So it was, um, it was great. And it, was, it, was a great it was great to watch. I loved it. It was, um, I mean, probably the two teams that we... Probably hate the most, and they put on a, a great contest. Yeah, absolutely. It was. Um, it's one of those games where you, it's really hard to pick who you want to win, um, especially like you said, when we go for Richmond and Carlton, respectively ourselves. So Collingwood and Essendon are probably our two most hated rivals, like you mentioned. So to try and pick one um, is always going to be tough. But I think we're both probably leaning on the edge of Collingwood a little bit. Well, that was my big call last week. You said a forty-plus point win to Collingwood. They got it by eleven, <laughs> so a little bit off. But they did win, so you, better you got, than the North you one. The week before. Your, yeah, you got half your big call right. Uh, well, I, I tipped Essendon to win this game, so I, I was yeah. wrong as well. So there you go. But um, no, it was an unreal game. It was just such so many ebbs and flows, so many different moments of the game. We thought this is something quite amazing to watch. And I mean, the guy on the screen in front of us, for those that are watching the YouTube, Jack Inovan. What a wow. star. What a star. Wow. Eat your word, Cornsy. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a fan of this bloke, you know, probably round two, round three when he was um, being an absolute smart ass against Geelong. Um, and then, yeah, dyed his hair blonde. I was like, oh, who's this guy? Like, he's only played a handful of games. He's got a bit of arrogance about him for no real reason. But, geez, he's turned it on yesterday and um, and I love him now. Like, you, when, you, when you've got personality and character like that and you can back it up with, with your footy, um, I mean, hats off to him. Like he, that was a one of the one of the, the best games you'll see from a teenager, especially on one of the biggest stages, if not the biggest home and away game um, there is. Well, I think huge. I think he's the first teenager to win the Anzac Day medal since two thousand. Mark McGough in two thousand two. Two thousand two. There you yeah. go. So it's been a long time coming, but yeah, you're right. I think that's the thing we want to see. So you can have character and personality. We want to see performances to back it up because otherwise you you come off as a little bit of a flog. Yeah. Um, but we did touch on it actually after Cornsy. Uh, made a big deal about Jack Inman earlier in the season, like you said. And we did say that we love a person bringing character to the field and all that. We just do want to see his performances to back it up. And now he's done it. And I think a lot of people are jumping on his bandwagon at the moment, which is surprising for a Collingwood player. Not many. Uh, I think Pendlebury is one of the only ones that mutual supporters can get around. But Jack Inman's shaping up to be the, another one. Oh, I don't think every supporter is on him. I don't Not think everyone. But there's supporters a lot. yesterday that he was poking his tongue out. And yeah, I don't think Essendon supporters <laughs> like many people, even their own players yeah, at that's times. That's true. So, yeah. Not including them, but not saying everybody loves him, but there's a lot of um, oh, a lot yeah. of love going around for Jack Ginnivan at the moment. I think we like the flair that he brings to the game yep. and the shush in the crowd, you know, asking where can't hear, can't hear. Yeah, it's it's look, if it's happening to your team, I can understand why you'd hate him. If that was Richmond they were playing, I would yeah. I'd be losing my mind. 
Um, so it's obviously easier to say from this standpoint, but no, I don't mind it at all. I like a bit of character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was great. Great to see and yeah, great performance and hopefully uh, it's a sign of things to come and he, uh, he sticks with the blonde hair now. What do you reckon, blonde hair or go back to his long hair? Um, want a bit of both. Bit of both. Yeah. Long, long blonde hair. Long blonde yeah. hair. Don't yeah, mind yeah. It. But it's not the Bailey Smith long blonde. It's bleached blonde. It's yeah. almost white at this point. So, yeah, no, nah, I don't mind it. Yeah. That's no, good. All right. Let's move on from Anzac Day. Uh, what about the Frio Dockers? Are they the real deal? The Dukas. They looked good on Saturday night. They're, yeah, no, I think they're definitely the real deal. I know we touched on it last week. We were questioning whether they were or not, but I think to come away with a strong win at home against the Blues, who have been pretty good this season as well, um, just shows that, yeah, they're, they're the real deal. And, they just looked really good as well. It wasn't like they fluked a win or just got over the line. They played some seriously good footy. I know you would have probably watched it a bit closer than me. Yeah, they dominated. They just bullied bullied Carlton um, at you know, every every facet of the game. Um, you know, the Blues pride themselves on the contested pressure work, and um, and Frio just brought the heat that we just couldn't handle. Um, they were just yeah causing us to to look pretty average, and um, and they were just so much more efficient going forward. So. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Frio at home, regardless if they're good or not, are always going to be hard to beat. But now that they seem like they're you know, one of the, the top teams in the competition, they're going to be impossible to beat at Optus Stadium. I think even you know Melbourne would find it very difficult to beat them up there. Um, that's just the nature of playing in Perth. So, But at the same time, I thought Carlton were, were still pretty disappointing um, considering how we've been all year and... Um, yeah, losing Pitnet, who's been yeah one of the better ruckmen so far this season, really hurts, and he's out for two to three months now, which is a massive, massive blow. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Did you see how Pitnet got injured? The Sean Darcy. And Sean Darcy did not look at the ball. Wasn't at all. really looking Went at the straight footy. for him. I did say that. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure Freak. how I felt about that. If that was a deliberate. Oh, let's try and he's gonna cop really hurt this guy, or is this? Yeah, I don't know just a bit clumsy. I'm not. I wasn't. Yeah, haven't sold on it. I'm not sold on what I think yet. Mm. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a good look, regardless. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I don't think he's going to be uh, received too well when when they come to play us in Melbourne later in the year. Cause, Absolutely yeah, not. Well, it was not good. Um, but no, nah, in saying that, Frio, uh, I think I think they're definitely a lot to play finals and a big chance for for the top four if they can win all their home games. And have you seen the shape that Nat Fife is in? Yep. They've still got... Mate, when he comes back, yeah. he's looking the best Those I've ever pipes. seen him. Oh, mate. <laughs> I don't know what arm routine he's doing, but he is looking phenomenal at the moment. Yeah. When he comes back, he if he if he plays anything like the way he looks at the moment, yeah. it'll be unreal because he, he looks like he's in really good shape. So hopefully for Frio fans and the AFL in general, because I love watching that five play. Mm. He's something, something different. Um, I reckon he'll be, yeah, a, a massive deal breaker for them. And yeah, It's handy to have one of the all-time greats just to come back into your team, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Even when, you, when, when you're five and one. When you got yeah. him sitting on the sidelines thinking, yeah, he's not too far away. He's going to really help us yeah. push for finals now. And yeah, like you said, five and one, great record to have at the moment with your best player out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about the Crom? Mate, tell you what, after last week, I was pretty flat losing to the Crom. But after seeing him come and beat the Doggies by a point um, in a, a tight game, they held off. Tex was good again. Yeah, Tex is personal stuff. All that stuff aside, he is an unbelievable footballer. Oh, yeah. And I did say that last yeah. week when I had my little rant about him and other players like him. But, yeah, no, he's a great player. He's yeah. phenomenal. And he's found his best form in recent times, arguably. Yeah. So he's killing it at the moment and proved again. Got the crumb over the line. He kicked his 500th career goal, I think yeah. it was, on the weekend. So they're absolutely up and about at the moment, Adelaide. And 
rightfully so, they've come into state. I mean, didn't play at Marvel Stadium, granted, um, but still to come away with a win was mm. was awesome. Huge, huge, and they're yeah, they're they're. I wouldn't say sneaky. I think I think they're a real chance to, you know, to to have a crack at eighth spot this year. Like, why can't they? Well, if they can win all their home games yeah. for the rest of the season, which you know they're a good chance to, then yeah, absolutely. Mm. I don't see a reason. They play why a not. really good brand of footy. Like they're. Um, they're very quick. They move the ball really well, and they and they've got you know Tex Walker in form who, who doesn't miss when he when he has a shot on goal. Um, so yeah, they've got a lot of things going for them at the moment. I think they just need to clean up their defensive game. But if they can clean that up, they'll um, they'll be a big chance for the finals this year. And Matty Nix is doing a great job over in Adelaide. He's killing it yep. at the moment. And how good's Brashelli looking as well? Yeah. I, mean, I know he's the easy one to pick out, being the rising star nominee from round one. But he just looks so good yep. and. It doesn't look like he. Uh, it's his first season at all. It looks like he's been around for multiple years already. Mm. So, yep. yeah, very exciting prospect in uh, in Rochelle. Are you uh, concerned about the dogs, though? Um, Two and four. Yeah, now I am. Uh, now, now I'm a little bit concerned about them. I don't. I don't see them being a top four team now. No. Finals, yeah, I, st- I definitely. I don't see them missing. You can't finals. write them off just yet. No, no, I, I definitely don't see them missing finals. I'd be very, very surprised if they did that. But I don't see them as that top four real contender at the moment. I mean, with Geelong, Brisbane, Melbourne, Frio, arguably mm. at the moment, probably my top four right now. Sydney, sorry, is another one that you could yep. squeeze in there. I don't see Melbourne toppling any of those teams right now. Uh, oh, not Melbourne, the Bulldogs toppling any of those teams right now. So you can definitely see Melbourne. I can, yeah, I face. can definitely see Melbourne doing it. I don't see the doggies doing it with their current form. Yeah. They, they've definitely got the ability to turn it around. They're a great yep. side. We know that. But from what we've seen, the way they're playing at the moment, they've got a lot to work on. Yeah. Where are the Saints? Five in a row. Yeah, Can you geez. believe it? After round one, everyone was like, oh, the Saints are terrible. They've got nothing. Now look at them. I thought Carlton fans from rounds one to three were bad. <laughs> mate. The Saints supporters are up and about. I'm hearing people... It's another dynasty. I'm hearing people that, you know, apparently go for St. Kilda that I didn't even know followed <laughs> yeah. football five weeks ago. But no, absolutely good on them. They're flying at the moment. They've got some players in amazing form. Um, and they're playing exciting footy to watch. It's hard to not like what the Saints are doing at the moment. Um, yeah. It's really impressive. And... You got obviously Jack Higgins playing, you know, playing out of his ass at the moment. Some really he good is. football, which you know we've probably been waiting waiting to see for a few years now. He showed glimpses, but this looks like his real consistent season. And if they pick the All Australian team the way they should, with forward pockets in the forward pocket, you'd say he's almost a lock at this stage of the season. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's been unbelievable, Jack Higgins. And this is probably the, yeah you're probably expecting this up, you know, after his first season at Richmond, where he was really good for you know 18, 19 year old and. You sort of expected this over the next few years, so um, I just think he's, you know, he's, he's playing to his potential at the moment, and it's great to see. Um, what about your boy Max King? He was uh, highly <laughs> inaccurate on Friday night. Was it one seven? One, was it one seven? One, one six seven? or one seven? I think it was yeah, one six, one seven. That is Buddy Franklin like though, yeah. from back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. It is a little <laughs> bit Buddy Franklin like. You're right. <laughs> but let me. I'll just say this. There's two two ways to look at this, right? And I can see the both perspectives there's one to say he had eight scoring shots that's so dominant for a forward to be having that many shots on goal um if you know four of those go through he still kicks five Mm. for the day and five three isn't so bad anymore you know what i mean so you can look at it that way and say that that's so dominating which it is um or you can look that what's the point of him having eight shots on goal if he can't get anywhere near it so yeah you you know we're not silly. He'll go. He'll work on those goal, those, those shots on goal. He's not a bad kick. It's just an off night for him. So he'll be disappointed. But the Saints got the win, so it didn't really hurt them too much in the long run. But 
Um, I think it's just it just shows how exciting he will be going forward if he can have eight scoring shots in a game. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, I reckon he'll be this. If I was doing the big call, I reckon he'll he'll kick a bag. Of, he'll be the next player in the league to kick a bag of ten. Yeah, and to kick a thousand, just like Buddy. No, not a thousand. <laughs> he won't kick a thousand, but he'll kick a bag of ten. Um, yeah. I reckon he'll be the next player in the league to do yeah. it. Yeah, he's getting enough shots and goal to 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 warrant that for sure. Um, you see this uh, Swans and Hawks game, crazy. Yeah, well, speaking of Anzac Day games, you actually missed uh, skipped over that one because yeah. they did play on Anzac Day. It felt Day. like a bit of a curtain raiser, though, didn't it? It did. It did. I mean, to be honest with you, I think I watched probably twenty minutes of this game. Mm. I just, I was, you know, plans in the morning, just getting ready for the game in the afternoon. The one that sort of everyone focuses on. I, yeah. I don't like the fact that they do have another game on Anzac Day. I think it's just going to be it gets forgotten about a bit. It does. I really, I nearly did forget that it was on. To be completely honest with you, but Hawthorne will be wanting to forget that it was on as well after losing by forty-one points to the Swans. Who, mind you, the Swans have been one of the better yeah. teams in the comp, so it's not an, a massive surprise. But Hawthorne started. Was it four, or five goals to zip? No, it was five goals, two to zero. Their starts, the so far this year, have been unreal, mm. and that's credit to Sam Mitchell. There, just um, absolutely kicking these guys up out of the blocks. They're looking just fantastic. Yeah. So if they can continue that for four quarters, and obviously not this year, but maybe next year, year after, they're going to be a really, really hard side to beat. And yeah. We saw it last week when I think they kicked three goals and Geelong didn't even have a touch. Mm. Yeah. So it just they shows how dominant. very quickly. Exactly, which is scary. It can yeah. be really scary to some teams. But Sydney obviously being a bit more mature, a bit more professional, um, got the job done yeah. quite comfortably by 41 in the end. It's crazy because Hawthorne winning that whole match, even, you know, Early stage of that last quarter, and then Sydney somehow win by forty points. It's uh, it was crazy. They kicked nine goals in that last quarter, so that's a sign of a of a very strong team. And yeah, as you said earlier, I think they'll be uh, definitely pushing for the top four this year. They're very impressive, and Callum Mills had one of the I think he had the highest rating game of any player this season. I think he did. Yep. What was it? Thirty seven thirty seven touches, and I think he. I can't remember his exact fantasy point number. It's like 11, two, oh, 11 score involvement, 17 contested possessions, and 162 yeah, fantasy points. Huge. So there you go. That's a, a massive day out for uh, Callum Mills. Yeah. A uh, bit of a sour note from that game, though, was Paddy McCartan's concussion. Yeah, this it one was, was tough, tough to watch. Very tough to watch. It's uh, I did say I forgot about this game, but then when I saw the footage of Paddy McCartan with his hands on the back of his mm. head in the change rooms, he just looked so flat and disappointed and... They say now, good news, they say the club reckons he's fine. Yeah, he's that, back to himself and he'll be good to go. They, they were, apparently they were being ultra, ultra cautious with him. Yeah, which, so, which is I'm, fair enough. I'm glad they were. Yeah. Um, but at the time, before we knew any of this, it honestly, I thought this was the end of his career. Like mm. that's how many more concussions can this guy have before enough's enough? Um, and, you know, as much as I want to see him keep playing, I want him to be right yeah. as well. So um, it was really tough to watch just seeing how upset he was and, He's had such a tough run at it. I mean, he was, I think he's the same age as me. He was number one draft pick the year I was. I finished mm-hmm. school. Um, mm-hmm. The year I should have been drafted. Got looked over. But um, the year I should have been drafted, he went number one. And just to think that he hasn't even played, is it 50? I don't even think he's played 50 games yet. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Just, it's shocking. Considering Braden Maynard in the same draft year mm. has played, I think, over 100 now. Yeah. So it just goes to show the potential and what he could have done. But... Seeing him have a good year this year has been really great to see and this concussion did scare quite a few people in the football world, but it's good to hear that he's okay and he'll be playing in a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, fingers crossed everything's all good there because, yeah, we all know his history and, yeah, he did not look did not look well in the change rooms afterwards. Um, the Mackay brothers, the conspiracy is real. 
100% real here. Seven times in a row is too many yeah. times for me not to believe that something's going on. Ben McKay has never been suspended in his life and he's been suspended the week before he plays the Blues. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this, this <laughs> one has to be on the money. And they never come out and do interviews together or get photos together. Never. Just their draft ones, which mm. could have easily been photoshopped. It's, <laughs> it's, it's outrageous. It's, yeah, it's and then big. Harry's all like a, a big chance to miss as well this week. So, see, I think he was a big chance to miss, but not definite. But I think he's definitely playing now. But he's not definite <laughs> to miss, right? So that's why. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why I they know. suspended him. It's crazy. The AFL it? couldn't let their little secret slip. <laughs> Are they the most identical twins in the game, or that one or one of the most you've ever seen? Um, I think the King brothers for me. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty I think big. the King probably a little bit more. Yeah. I think if Ben had a disgusting moustache, then definitely. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, no. They're they're they're. I can't pick it myself. Yeah. So Harry's yeah, a they're right bit, up there. Harry's a bit more muscular. I think yeah. a bit more thicker. A little bit uglier. A little bit. Oh, they're both pretty ugly. Yeah, they're both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Harry. Hope you're not listening. <laughs> the one episode yeah. he tunes in, <laughs> he potted him. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's probably a good segue into the round seven. Um, fixtures so obviously Carlton play North um, but we'll get to that game a bit later we'll start with your boys on Friday nights against the Eagles at Optus Stadium jeez this this is a real danger game yeah, this is one for the Tigers because the Eagles have nothing to lose here They're, we know everything what's going on with West Coast at the moment they've got nothing to lose um, and everything to play for I guess in, geez, in the same token they're ordinary they're so bad they they look really they look bad terrible at the moment against Port if we look, if we, if Richmond go over to Optus Stadium and don't come away with a win, you have to. I will. Yeah, I don't even. I don't know. I was going to say something outrageous like I did last week. You can hundred percent say the dynasty's done. Oh, I, I can. I mean, it's probably done that, already. Yeah, I can say yeah, that. Now, but that will pretty that will nail in the coffin. That'll yeah. nail in the coffin, and I think Richmond does have to does have to start making some uh, some harsher calls, and maybe we do start looking at some of those younger guys that are coming through and blooding them a bit, but. In saying that, I think the talent that we have and the pl- pl- players that we should have coming back this week should be enough to get the job done against West oh, Coast. Yes. And if we yeah. don't, then I don't, I don't know where West we're Coast. at. I was going to say, speaking of young talent, a player I noticed on Sunday night who was really impressive was Josh Gibkus. He is going to be an absolute very star. Good, he, very he, good player. He, if Ginevan didn't kick five, he arguably could have got the Rising Star Award for yep. this week. I looked at all these stats on the weekend and he was... Phenomenal. He looked the most clean out of any Richmond player on that ground. Everyone yeah. was so sloppy and he was just um, much more clean with his marking and kicking. It was good. I think you made a good point on the night of the game. You, you were asking me, you said, did it rain today? Is it wet out there? Mm. And it didn't rain at all that no. day because the ball just looked, like you said, so slippery. Mm. Um, but Josh Gibkus was one of the only ones who could mark it cleanly, pick up the ground queen cleanly. I think he was like, went like 85% yep. disposal efficiency, which is... Pretty impressive for a young guy, especially getting hammered by uh, Melbourne's forward line and midfielders with the ball going down there continuously. Yeah. I thought he held up quite well. Yeah. No, nah, he was really good. And yeah, I also think the Tigers have to have to win this that's, weekend. That's almost it, isn't it? That, mm. that we have to. Not yeah. we will, but we almost have to win this one, don't yeah, we? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Saturday Arvo, we've got Geelong and Frio at GMHBA. This is going to be a ripper, this game. I don't mind this at all. I mean, yeah. you, it's one of those ones where if you put this game in WA... You'd be leaning towards Freya. Yep. But GMHBA, Geelong rarely lose down well, there. Well, this is going to really show how good Freya really are. Oh, yeah. Travelling down to Geelong. If they can beat Geelong in Geelong, 100% they're the real deal. There's no question about it. 
If they if they if it's a real tight game and they lose by like five yeah, points, I still think I yeah, still think that's the I real deal. I still think so. But if Geelong if Geelong win comfortably, then maybe not. Yeah, I think it not is just a, yet. It is a tough one. I think no matter what, I'm considering Frio a very good side. They're, I think they'll they're definitely going to play finals, but in terms of like that premiership threat, yeah, exactly. They need to be, you know beating these, like winning these sort of games if they want to be considered a premiership team. Well, these, yeah, these are the tough games. These yeah. um, these are the ones you want to be winning and to prove to the rest of the competition that you are the real deal. And I'd love to see Frio get the job done, but it's just, it's hard to, it's too hard to tip Geelong away from yeah. GMHBA. I, yeah. I just, yeah, it's too hard. Yeah, no, Geelong for me as well, just purely because it's there. Um, also on Saturday, I've got Adelaide and GWS at Adelaide Oval. Cross, uh, cross. Cross. From the cross, I was going to say... It's the Cros. The Cros. There's our episode now. The Croms. Absolutely. Well, um, yeah, we, we spoke about them before. If they can win all their home games, they're going to be a real dangerous um, threat to play finals. And I reckon that's just what they'll do this week. They'll go go back to WA. Oh, WA. South Australia. What's going on with us tonight? Mate, this is a bad <laughs> night. Let's re-record tomorrow, I reckon. But they're going to go back to South Australia, um, take on the Giants up there, and uh, I reckon they'll get the Chockeys. Yeah. Giants are being pretty average this year, to be honest. And I think... I think Leon Cameron could be in a bit of trouble if their uh, win-loss record doesn't improve. Well, he was one of the ones I called out earlier this season. I said Cameron, and I also said Ken Inkley from Port Adelaide. Yep. So far, both coaches are a little bit on the ropes. And yep. yeah, he's going to have to... A win like this would sort of reinvigorate the season a little bit for him. Toby's back now. Yep. Tom Green's in some serious good form. So they can yep. clinch a win. It'd be awesome for the Giants. But yeah, I reckon Adelaide will just get the job done. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Crows for me as well. Cross, sorry. The Cross. Um... <laughs> Saturday twilight, we've got Melbourne and Hawthorne at the MCG. Oh, it's hard to tip against the D's, isn't it? As good as Hawthorne have been. Yeah, no, nah, I'm but sorry. I don't, nah, I, don't give, I don't give Hawthorne no, no a argument sniff there. in this one. I'll give them a sniff to win the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, they'll be, I think they'll be competitive. No, they'll definitely yeah. be competitive. That will, it won't be a blowout, I don't think. Um, Melbourne's knows? third quarters are so scary, though. Yeah, they are. It could be tight at half time, and then Melbourne just come out in the third quarter and just obliterate them so I'm, I don't want to say it won't be a blower but I do think it will be competitive yeah no, no D's, D's too good uh, Saturday night we've got St Kilda and Port Adelaide at Kazali Stadium up in Cairns this is a gives me nightmares playing up in Cairns Cairns is yeah, the, yeah. the Carmichael Richard, Hunt game the Carmichael well there's a few games actually Richmond <laughs> sold and up to Kazali's and we lost them all so yep. I don't like that stadium at all but um, yeah you, the Saints what are they five in a row yeah. Port's just won their first game for the I mean, season. You never know what that could do to Port. Like they had a, like, seriously one of the most one-sided wins you'll see. You never know what, how that could like, rejuven- rejuvenate their season, their confidence. The only thing that makes me question whether it's a confidence boost or not is knowing that they played a very depleted West Coast. Yeah, yeah. That's the but, only thing that makes but, me question it. But, but maybe then that's what they needed. Exactly. That on the other hand, that maybe they just needed that win to show that they could still play good footy because that's the thing they did actually play good footy. It wasn't just mm. that West Coast were terrible, which they were, yeah. but it wasn't solely that reason. Port did play some pretty good footy as well, so it could be the confidence they need, like you said. But I don't see the Saints losing. No, no Saints. Saints for me. Also on Saturday night, we have got Carlton and North Melbourne. Banana skin game, this one. Well, I don't if, like if, it. If Ben McCoy was playing, I would have said North quite comfortably, but with <laughs> him, with him out of the uh, out of the picture, it's going to be a tough one to pick. Oh, nah, it, Carlton can't teams, lose this. Both our teams have got can't lose games this weekend. 
A little bit. I think ours is a little bit more dire straits than Carlton is at the moment. But um, yeah, you're oh, right. Man, you can't. If, you if can't we lose the North, it'd then, be yeah, then everything you've done earlier in the season yeah. kind of gets written off. Whereas on the other hand, we sort of need to win because we haven't really done anything yet. Yeah, but so. at the same time, you don't want to be those teams that lose to West Coast and North at the moment because they've both been as bad as each other. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, you, you're right. We both can't afford to lose these games, but I don't think Carlton will. I reckon they'll win fairly comfortably as well. Yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll bounce back strongly, and we we need a percentage boost. Our percentage is pathetic for a team in the top eight, so we uh we definitely desperately need to uh, increase that. Um, Sunday Arvo, we've got Collingwood and the Gold Coast at the MCG. I like this game. Uh, Gold Coast beat Collingwood last year at the G. That's what I'm saying. I actually really like the look of this game. Gold Coast are in some pretty decent form at the moment. Collingwood coming off a massive Anzac Day win, bit of confidence up them as well. And I don't think they'll lose at the G again to the, to the Suns. Um, yeah, but I reckon it'll be a real tight fight. But no, I think Collingwood for me for this one. Yeah, no, Pies for me as well. I think the Gold Coast, um, they're still just way too inconsistent for mine. So um, no, I think the Pies at the G. Um Doggies in Essendon at Marvel. Speaking of can't lose games. Dogs. Dogs really can't afford yeah. to drop this one. I mean, I know Essendon aren't. So if Essendon dropped this too, they go one and six. That is, it's, it's poor yeah, for a team that played finals last year. The way Essendon have been playing, they're, they're very easy to score against. Yeah, they are. I just, I don't know. I just don't see them. And the dogs know how to score. Quickly as well. Mm. I don't see them mounting much of a, a threat to the Bulldogs. They could put up a good fight at Marvel Stadium, but I just I think the dogs are going to be too strong and too hungry to bounce back after another disappointing loss and try and reinvigorate their season yet again. Yeah, no, dogs for me as well. Um, and then the final game of the round, we've got Sydney and Brisbane at the SCG, an absolute beauty. I think this is the game of the round. Has to be, doesn't it? Has yeah. to be. I think it's another one. If it was at the Gabba, yeah. you'd be leaning towards Brisbane, SCG, leaning towards Sydney. Yeah. I still think Brisbane, um, I'm going to tip Brisbane in this one. I still think they're just slightly the better side. But yep. if all Sydney's guns turn it on, then they're going to be hard to beat as well. So it's going to be a very close game. And yeah, like you said, game of the round. Surprised it's on a Sunday. Yeah. It's an interesting time slot for probably the best game of the round. But yeah, Brisbane for me. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go Brisbane as well. I'm um, in a very tight game. Yeah, very much looking forward to that one. And you think whoever, I mean... Say if Sydney win comprehensively, I mean, say if either team win comprehensively, you you that nails them down as the second seed to Melbourne. Yeah, it has to. Say. It has yep. to absolutely. So yep. I can't wait to see all these teams play each other. Yeah, just to see who stands where and all the rest of it. So this will be exciting to see this game on the weekend. Yeah. All right, that is round seven done. Already a third of the way through the season. It's crazy. Scary to um, think, isn't it? It was only a couple of weeks ago, I feel, that yeah. we were begging for footy to come back and now we're nearly halfway done. Just flies through. Um, all right, it's time for your segment, mate. Crimea River. Well, I know you said last week that uh, YouTube actually flagged us for using that song, so we have to be careful from now on going forward, but that isn't my Crimea River this week. My Crimea River is a bit of a different one because I'm not... If it depends how this situation pans out, it will depend on how much I'm crying over it, if that makes sense. So for those who haven't heard, Gil McLaughlin flew out to the States today, I believe it was, to go discuss some streaming deals with platforms over in the States, and I don't know if that's... Um, purely to watch in the US or if that's for streaming platforms such as Netflix, for example, to stream football games and we can watch them here on Netflix. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work, but I think that if that's what it's going to be, different streaming services in Australia, whether it be Paramount, 
um, Netflix, Disney, whatever, whatever it is. I don't like it. I think let's stick with – you've got Fox on the big one, which is already on KO. You've got Channel 7. Let's not start dispersing games to all different platforms. I know you're a big soccer man yourself, and I've found it difficult trying to follow it due to the fact that Premier League's on Optus. Then if you want to watch Champions League, it's somewhere else. If you want to watch something, it's somewhere else. Let's keep football as simple as possible. Watch it as little places as possible. And just make it easy for us to watch as fans because you're going to wonder why people aren't watching games. Well, we have to sign up to seven different streaming services to watch games of football. It's not going to happen. However, if he's going over there simply to stream these games in the US, then I've got no issue with it because then we're just trying to grow and expand the game and it doesn't affect us in the slightest. So maybe I haven't done my research or if it, maybe it hasn't come out yet. I'm not too sure. But regardless, that is my crummy river for this week. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think it is um, for the latter that he's, yeah doing it to grow the game, but you never know. But but it would make no sense for them to, you know, what have it on Channel 7, have it on Netflix, have it on KO. It, yeah, wouldn't, it, make it, it wouldn't, wouldn't add up. That's, no, no, that, no. That's why I said it's a bit of a weird one because it was nothing that actually really pissed me off this week because I'm really clinching at straws with this yeah. one here. But, <laughs> but I thought if it does go that way, it would piss me off. So that's, that's what I'm rolling with. Yep. Okay. No, good. It's like a pretty it. poor one this week. We'll have yeah. to improve for next well, week. Well, someone we, pissed me off. We did. Um, we did see Gil though on the weekend. We did. We should have asked him. I forgot yeah. to mention when we did go to the uh, Anzac Day Eve game, we were fine dining in the uh, the Tom Willis dining room in the uh, AFL members side of the MCG, and we had uh, a beautiful meal there before before the game. Um, free beers, which was you know, something pretty yeah. special. But yeah. um, the AFL invited the, the podcast. Um, to come along for some fine dining. So well, we'll, Gil wanted to have a chat about some of the things that we've been talking about and wanted to include some things into the show. So we'll be working those in in the coming weeks. Um, but we had a good chat with Gil. It was good to see him there. And we didn't get into the streaming service part. So apologies, Gil, for throwing you under the bus here without actually asking you first. But, well, you know, that's how it, the cookie crumbles, mate. You just kept um, pestering about the umpires, weren't you? Oh, mate, the umpires. <laughs> I, I said to him, mate, how can Richmond's free kick differential be last every season, mate? <laughs> So we've won three flags with it. Give us a break. Uh, Gil. He didn't like it. No. No. Um, all right. You want my big call? I want your big call. Okay. I've been waiting for it all day, actually. I've been thinking mm. about it. I'm like, what could the big call be this week? Because your last two have been a little bit off. So we want one that's still a big, but we'll try to get on the money this week. I'm going to go. Yeah. Adelaide. To win by 50 plus points Ooh. against the Giants. And to, if not sack, but be very close to sacking Leon Cameron not long after. Oh, geez. You're going to Adelaide just bury Leon Cameron, essentially. Yes. Dig the grave, throw him in there, not, shovel I, a little bit of dirt. I don't think they'll sack him like that week, but it'll be the media attention will, will ramp up. Right. And, and this will solidify Adelaide as a real... Top eight contender. If they win yeah. by 50 points, absolutely. Yeah. That, you'd be surprised if they didn't play finals. Yeah, exactly. And then the Giants, considering where they've been, like, what are they doing? If they if they go one and six and get smashed here, where like, where are they going as a footy club? Because they've got some well, not finals bound, pretty talented sure. players in that team that, you know, have been around for a while. And, you know, they played in a grand final not long ago. Yes, they did. Yeah, as you know, we're very well. Um, so... And Leon Cameron's been there for a long time now as well. So He's had his chances. Yeah, they, it's they, really a bit, it's been. I've, I didn't even realize it's only been Kevin Sheedy and himself yeah. as Jedevas's coach. Yeah. So he has been there a long time. Yeah. So they've. He's had a premiership. He's. The, you think the premiership window slightly open 
slightly, but very close to shutting. Well, they, they made a semi-final last year. Yeah, they did, but the performances I'm seeing this year doesn't Oh, yeah, I know, but they've, they've got enough talent in that team Correct. to be a lot better. The, the t- yeah, you're right. The talent is there. I agree with that. Yeah, so that that's that's what I'm saying. I so, love that. That's a great big call. Yeah, let's see what... It's slowly getting closer to being accurate. Yeah, well, North were, was bad, and then last week... Yeah. We got to 20 slowly, points or something at one point, there. so you're nearly there. So let's see what happens this week, um, and we'll, uh, we'll reassess next week's podcast. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, that is uh, that is that is us done. That is always good to finish on um, on our uh, our big segments. Even though your one was a bit uh, a bit disappointing this week, but oh come on, let's yeah. not talk about disappointing no, just, segments, mate. Just, just, let's not talk about dis- you uh, went with the same the was, same big call two weeks in a row, round one and two. All right, let's not start throwing stones at glass I'm just highlighting how good you've been before this. Oh, well, that that's nice. Yeah, you know exactly. how to yeah, you know how to two more. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, it doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. All right. Well, um, yeah. No, make sure you uh, follow us on YouTube. We'd love some more followers on there, more views. Um, you know, we, we put a lot of work into the YouTube channel, so make sure you uh, if you've got the time um, to uh, tune into there and, and watch us. Um, but if you don't, yeah, make sure you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a review, give us a rating, and um, we'll chat next week.